Welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. Come with us, Out of Bounds, as we discuss and debate the latest topics in the world of sports. We have a great show ahead, so let's get to it. Welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Harrison. This podcast is the full show for today's episode. We have a great show lined up. Thank you for listening. Check. My hogany dashboard, I do the dashboard, gas to the floor, I'm pressing fast forward, I race a NASCAR, transport just what you ask for, don't ask me what I ask for, if you can't answer, now who them Zans for, I pop dance for muscle relaxation, I'm a patient, pick up the pace when I feel too adjacent, to who I'm racing, yeah I'm spacing, I'm spacing out, oh you faded, I'm faded out, oh you made it, I made it out, but you shared it like 8 mile, 8 ball. What's good everybody, it's your boy. Big baby baby, what's poppin' everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to Laker Now, featuring Corey Harrison at the Out of Balance Sports Podcast. How's it going, Corey? Hope all is well. What's going on, man? Glad to be back on the pod. I always love the entrance. Yeah, man, me too, man. I love what I'm talking about. In today's show, we're going to talk about uh, the Laker game from last night. Lakers lose a tough one, another one. Um, Let me see here. Let me see here. Hold up, y'all. I think Lakers lose 116-111. to 111. Uh, T.J. Warren played like Michael Jordan and Kawhi Leonard, ended with 39. And Victor Odipo played with passion, hustle, grit, grind, ended with 22 points. Malcolm Brogdon, 24 points. And LeBron ended with 30 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. Anthony Davis played like a uh, soft like Charmin in that game. And uh, so, Corey, what was your thoughts overall about the performance from the Los Angeles Lakers? Well... I don't want to be all negative. I don't want to start the show off really negative. And yeah, yeah. I want to uh, you know, bring up some of the positive things. Mm-hmm. LeBron James looked amazing. He looked like he was uh, finally getting his legs up under him. Uh, he played 35 minutes, 13-24 uh, shooting, um, ending the game with um, what, 30, 31 points. 38-7. Yeah, 31-8-7. Yeah, so he had 31 points, 8-7. So that's that's a pretty solid performance from uh, LeBron. Um Second leading scorer on the team um, wasn't Anthony Davis, but Quinn Cook. Mm-hmm. So before I get into it, what are your thoughts on Quinn Cook being the second scorer and not AD? A little bit surprising, but uh, it's the next man up mentality. If Anthony Davis is not performing at the highest level, then somebody has to step up. You know, Quinn Cook had 21 points, and Horton Tucker had a good game, 10 points. He's uh, Frank Vogel did say he's earning minutes. So what I want to see is if he's earning that minutes, does that mean he becomes our Avery Bradley on bottom defender? Does he become the Avery Bradley? He's not the defender. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quinn Cook is really a shooter. Mm-hmm. I mean, we really got him because of his shooting, especially when he played for Golden State. He was pretty uh, lethal with that three-point mm-hmm. shot behind Steph Curry uh, when they was um, using him uh, behind, coming behind Steph Curry in Golden State. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't really... Um, you know, played into the rotation during the season. Mm-hmm. But right now, we're just trying to see exactly what we have on that bench before we go into the playoffs. And really, you know, I've, I've you know, said this before about us panicking and yeah. going into the season and, mm-hmm. and looking at how to, how we look. But I really just think, you know, just just by looking at their body language, looking at they just really just prepping themselves for the playoffs. I mean, they're not really taking these games really serious. They're not really like there's no hustle in there. They're just really trying to see. If you notice, some of the guys that they normally don't call on is playing a little bit harder than the mm-hmm. starters are. 
So the, the bench players are actually trying to play themselves into the rotation. And, the, you know, your LeBron Jameses, your uh, Anthony Davises, and, you know, all the other starters are really just trying to, you know, perk themselves for the playoffs. At least that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, man. Me too, man. I just want to see us play better basketball. I know um, Lakers are 2-4 in the bubble, but at the end of the day, Last six years, Lakers haven't made the playoffs, and they want to play like this, leading into the playoffs. We don't play that. We don't play that over here in Los Angeles. We're all about championship banners. You know, I know regular season towards the end, Lakers clinched number one seed. I get that. But if you continue to have the lapses, like giving up open three, shooting horrible from the three-point line, mid-range shot horrible right now, I think 25% from the three-point line, and then, yeah, 25% from the three, man. We got to do a better job. You know, we got to do a better job. And if we continue to play like this, Leading to the playoffs, it's going to be get very early. But I expect the Lakers to turn it up because I feel like this is like a preseason. I feel like, you know, preseason slash mini camp. Because a lot of people um, before the bubble expected certain teams to get get like this struggle and get their win back underneath them because we haven't played in four months. So it's going to take us a minute. But I feel like um, LeBron, like you said, getting, uh, getting better each and every game. Love his energy. He he basically brought us back because we're going through the motion. LeBron said, "Give me the ball when coast to coast." You know, and I noticed when he goes to the bench, the Lakers fall asleep. And then every time Lakers would go down, LeBron come back in and lead us back. Go to the bench, and the the bench didn't really step up when LeBron went to the bench. AD played horrible, three fourteen, and he needs to stop getting getting pushed out the game. Every time he gets double team, he he checks out, and you can't do that. He needs to get in the post, go to work. When AD's on, Lakers are hard to beat. You know what I mean? AD has to do a better job. You know, and after the game, LeBron posted on his Instagram that they were at practice shooting around. It was, I think, JR, Quinn Cook, and Anthony Davis. That's telling me, okay, they had a bad game. Go get back in the gym and get to work. You feel me? Well, it's about time that they're participating in these shooting rounds because I'm not sure if you heard, um, they have not been doing shooting rounds in the morning. They don't hmm. get up early in the morning and do no shooting rounds or anything like that. Anthony Davis and LeBron. Um, you know, pretty much, you know, NBA royalty, they don't feel like they need to get out there and shoot around. <laughs> but I just feel like they need to get their golden tails up and get into their gym and put in their work like they did when, when they was trying to get into the NBA. Like, you know, like if you're hungry, yeah, you know, you want to try to win a title. Anthony Davis never won, never won a title. You need to get in there getting those shots up, trying to work on your game, perfect your crowd. So I'd like to hear uh, that they finally want to think about going in there and putting some shots up and shooting around. You're not um, above going there and doing the dirty work and actually going out there and trying to play, you know, trying to win this championship. I mean, you're going to have to do things that you've never done before to get to where you've never been before. And that goes for Anthony Davis. You know, we know LeBron and his game. We know that he's been to the mountaintop, but he hasn't been there for a while. I mean, his legacy is on the line. He's going to have to, um, you know, try to improve that record. I mean, we don't want him to go 3-7 and seven in the finals. Yeah, if he, does, if he goes 3-7, and seven, then get ready for a lot of backlash and from the media. But also, you said that the uh, Lakers don't do shoot-arounds in the morning? No, they do not do shoot-arounds someone, someone should take this opportunity and show your leader. Get up early. Tell the team, let's get up and go shoot-around. Let's go. You know who would? If he was in the bubble, the person right behind him. You see his resume? See that resume? All those championships. You know what I mean? And we need to, we need to have that mindset. You know what I mean? And a lot of, I know a lot of Lakers are playing Madden. They're playing video games. They're golfing. No. If I was the coach of the Lakers right now, I would say no no playing video games, no going golf or fishing, none of that. You know, I would be probably a really strict coach if I was coaching with the Los Angeles Lakers, you know. 
You know, playing video games, you're getting ready for NBA playoff running. Why would you play a video game? You got to prepare for whoever you play. Because I feel like in uh, Portland, Memphis, and Phoenix, because Phoenix is 5-0. and Actually, 4-5-0 or and right now. Devin Booker's playing them out, outrageous. He's leading almost the Phoenix Suns to the playoffs. So people need to start worrying about Phoenix. It might be Phoenix important for that last eight seed. Yeah, what are your thoughts? And, and, and I feel like right now, Damian Lillard is playing out his mind. I think he just blazed somebody for 51 points. Yeah, like, it was uh, ridiculous. Philly. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's ridiculous, man. Like, I mean, I, I feel like we're going to get them. But the only thing about Portland, they might you know look good like this during the season. Yeah. I just honestly feel like we we're, we can probably step up and, and win that series, but they will give us a lot of trouble. Hmm. Yeah, and what if, what if basketball gods want us to play poorly and go through the playoffs? One of the craziest playoffs that we ever witnessed. So maybe the basketball gods say, "Okay, Lakers, you are championship team. Go play Portland." Because I actually do want Portland. Because if we play Memphis, the media's going to say, "Oh, Memphis doesn't count because they didn't have experience." If we play Portland, beat them, they have no excuses. So I want to play Portland because if we play Portland and beat them and get to the next round, because we will play Houston. In the second round, because right now it's Oklahoma City and Houston for I think the four or five matchup somewhere around there, and then if we get to the second round, we play either Houston or Oklahoma City, man. But people need to watch out for Dallas. Dallas is a very talented team, man. I know uh, the Clippers might meet them in the playoffs, and Luka Doncic is playing out of his mind right now. You see what he's been doing? This whole bubble, grabbing like twenty rebounds, thirteen assists, thirty-seven points. He's on. He's like he's playing like LeBron out there. I'm not really that impressed. Mm-hmm. The only reason why is because I've I've seen uh, Luca play. I I see that you can, it's easy to get in his head. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean that's all you have to do is just get up, get in his head, get into that mental aspect. I, he's still a 20 year old. I feel like that uh, when we did play them the last time, um, I'm not sure if you remember. He they got in his head so much, his game started you know getting affected, and he actually ripped out of his jersey. Mm, yeah, I remember that. I when seen that. Lakers played, he actually ripped out of his jersey because they got in his head and it affected his game. So it's not that hard to get into his head. Yeah, I know. I actually remember seeing that game, and because, like, here's the thing: if Dallas meets up with the Clippers, which I think <clears throat> Dallas can upset the Clippers because it's the playoffs. Anybody can get hot in the playoffs. So. I just hope that Clippers lose in the first round, which they won't. They probably beat Dallas in like five or six games, you know. But here's I would just want to see Dallas play good because they have talent. But uh, yeah, man. So uh, overall, like, what do you want to see? The number one thing you want to see from the Lakers leading into playoffs. What do you want? What's the main focus of your concern that you want to see the Lakers improve on into the playoffs? Shooting. Mm-hmm. They have to, you know. Right now, they can't. They can't shoot a rock into the ocean right now. <laughs> I, mean, okay. I mean, that's that's I mean that's how bad it's been getting. You know, they, you're just seeing them, you know, clank out shots off the side of the backboard. Um, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out what they're aiming at. I mean, like Dan, Danny Green, he's not shooting threes worth anything. Um, you know, I would like to see this their shooting improve. Um, we did see LeBron, you know, hit mm-hmm. a, a few key threes um, last <clears> game. <throat> but, I mean, like we need other players to step up. Anthony Davis missed two key threes down last game mm-hmm. I mean we can't have that I mean if, if we look at the um, the stats right now I think we shot 33% from the um, three-point line um, 42% from the field goals and then you go around and look at uh, uh, Indiana they shot 52% for that field goal and 45 from the three I mean you just can't have that you're gonna lose the game every time you know looking at those stats and then let me start on TJ Warren 
You know, you touched on TJ Warren a little bit, but he had a scorching 68% from the field. He scored 39 points uh, total for the game. He had 18 total first quarter points. I mean, you can't have that. You, you're, that's a recipe for disaster, and, and the box score at the end of the game reflects it. Yeah, 100%, man. And before I get into TJ Warren, I'd like to apologize for giving KCP confidence. And uh, Corey's right. Corey, you're right. And uh, I see what you're talking about. During the season, he's playing good. And then the game, last couple games, he's just not, he's fumbling the ball. Yesterday, he, I looked like, I thought he tore his Achilles because I think uh, Miles Turner came down on his ankle and it looked like it was pretty bad. But he's not playing tomorrow. Danny Green's still limping with the hip injury. And like, we need, here's the thing why I want to see legs work on shooting, like you say. And when you're up big, up 12 or 15, don't let up. Even if you have to blow a team up by 30 or 40. Because have you noticed this year, Lakers have been up 12, 13, 14, and then, oh, we're down, we're up 14, and oh, we gave up the lead. We can't be doing it. We got to put teams out early in the playoffs because I'm, you know, and then it's a di and here's the other thing, too. Chris Haynes was talking about on NBA TNT and, and stuff. Rondo might come back for the first, some point in the first round now. Okay. So, I, so that's good. And uh, Alex Caruso. You um, need to do a better job, too. You know, I didn't like the way he played in that fourth quarter because there was a couple plays where he turned the ball over. There was a play where he, Dwight set a screen. He rolled out, about to throw a lob. He just threw it up, got deflected, and then they went and scored on the other end. You can't do that, you know. I was just going to do a better job of that. But Rondo will be a big part of this championship run, you know. I was watching uh, Rondo with the Bulls on YouTube, man. He, Rondo played, was playing great. Yeah, when he was with the Pelicans, he yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, Pelicans had, too. Davis and Boogie. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was hoping that would have uh, been the case this year when the season started. I said, man, we got AD, we got Rondo, Boogie. Let's go, championship. Here we yeah, come. yeah, Boogie but they heard. Oh my god, it just was. And we ended up getting the Morris boy. <laughs> I think he's only there to probably go in and try to start like altercations and get physical and, you know, but we'll we'll see and. We'll see what happens, man. I'm just very excited now because we've last six seasons. We've been in the playoffs. we got to win or it's complete fail. I don't care what no Laker fan says. If we do not win this championship, no, nobody's going to get it. Oh, we had a good season. Nope. We didn't win a championship. It's just that simple. You know what I mean? If we don't win, it's complete failure in the bowl. That's all. Like, what are your thoughts? Do you agree or do you get excited about it? What do you think? It is a big accomplishment that we have able to make it to the playoffs. I mean, I don't want to discount that and just say that, hey, they didn't. But when you have Anthony Davis and you have LeBron James, the expectation is to win a title. I mean, you mortgage the whole entire franchise. Um, we've lost a lot of you know key players just to get Anthony Davis. When you sign a player like that, nothing short of the title. Nothing short of the title. Mm -hmm. um, and with Anthony Davis playing like he did yesterday, I mean, let's just break down those stats. Okay. Three or fourteen mm -hmm. from the. Um, from the field, mm -hmm. he only had eight points, and he was all four for the three. And now I told you on a couple podcasts, like before the season start, AD is gonna have to play the five and play around the basket. Yeah, I I do not like AD falling in love with the three point basket. I mean, like he cannot fall in love with this three. If it's not going, try something else. Yeah, take it in. They can't hold you in the post, and when you in the post, if they foul you and they double team you or whatever. Like, you're automatic from the free throw line. Yeah. He was negative 21 plus minus last last night. Let that sink in. Negative 21 plus minus. You cannot have your second superstar playing like that. 
and, and expect to win a title. It's not going to happen. No, I agree with you, man. He's just falling in love with that thing. I did say before the restart season, I agree with you, man. Uh, he got to get in the post. And you know, I remember, uh, you know who was fell in love with the three when he was on a team? We weren't a championship contending team. It was um, Brooke Lopez. He had put the ball in the post. He would be dominating the post, and he fell in love with that three. He needs, like... Uh, Lopez shoot that thing, man, so I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. When he was with us, he didn't, he didn't shoot consistently, but when he was... Yeah, that's what, yeah. Have you seen him? Yeah. He's starting to turn up now, yeah, man. but... But if we don't win the championship, it's going to be on the shoulders of AD and LeBron James. We got to get it done. Two big superstars, you know what I mean? Two big superstars, and uh, somebody from this Laker team that don't expect to... Make big shots, we'll make a big shot. We Someone's going to have to make big shots. Can it you know? be Queen Cook? What, look, look at Queen Cook, man. He, he, was, yeah. he was lights out. Um, In that fourth quarter, man, he hit that three to tie it. Remember uh, out of that yeah. timeout where they did that nice little ball movement in the corner, you know, and then he had a couple jumpers. But the, the, but also, too, man, that those refs would be calling some not-so-good calls. Oh, uh, man, you see that foul? On yeah, the yeah, that should have been a foul. That should have been our ball, but of course not. Because if guarantee you, if a, if Caruso did that, they would say offensive foul. But it's okay. LeBron had a good. LeBron got double team, kicked it out to a wide open. Quinn Cook, top of the key, just missed. Cause you know what I mean, you know, cause I got mad at my friend for saying how come LeBron didn't take that shot. He should have got it back and pulled it from thirty. You know what I mean? And then I looked at the play, same situation. Kobe got posted up, double team, kicked out to Derek Fisher, top of the key. So it was just a bright basketball move. And if you pass it. To somebody like Quinn Cook's talented, you know. I'd rather have, to be honest, you know, who I'd rather replace to shoot that game-winning shot. Probably like Kuzma or Danny Green. Danny Green, I, he, he's 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 out of there, man. I don't know what's wrong. No, with if him. it was a playoff situation and then LeBron got double teamed, top the key, I guarantee Danny Green would hit those shots because he always turns up in the playoffs. You know, I know during with the Toronto Raptors he wasn't turning up, and then as soon as the playoff came, he hit big shots. You know, so it's just. We just got to get it done, man, because tomorrow we got Denver. KCP's not playing tomorrow, ankle injury. And uh, Danny Green might sit out, too, so we may have a whole different starting lineup. Let me ask you this. Do you think the Lakers should change the starting lineup leading into the playoffs? I, what if we change our line? Put Dwight in at center or maybe put AD at center and put LeBron at power forward, Kuzma at small forward, and then Danny Green and KCP at shooting guard, and then maybe Quinn Cook at point guard or Caruso. you think we should switch the lineup? The best um, lineup is with AD with um, LeBron playing the point. Mm-hmm. LeBron has to play the point. Yeah. At least to start the game off, he had to play point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. Because, uh, you know, everybody's talking about Portland. to They could beat the Lakers. They have nobody to stop Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. I said this on a couple of my podcasts. I think I said it on yours. Right, right. Um, maybe LeBron has to guard Damian Lillard. Yeah, I think that'll 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 work. I think and then just, and just I think because somebody's gonna have to uh, cut that off, um, but they they're gonna have to figure out something about because when you cut off um, Damian Lillard, another star has emerged, Gary Trent Jr. I would take that, or I would let, I'd rather have him get off than Damian. But here's the thing: maybe you can put LeBron in the post against Damian Lillard and have get him in foul trouble. I mean, they, I mean, it could work. I mean, there's a couple different scenarios Coach Vogel can go at it with. We, you know, we're not coaches. We're not out there. We're not the professionals. So yeah, yeah. You know, we got to trust, you know, the Lakers coaching staff to be able to put the right personnel on the right, you know, people. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully they get it together because right now they done, they're not looking good heading into this postseason. But I don't want to push the panic button yet because I just know, like, how it feels. Like, you know, just think, just think of a scenario when you work so hard to get something. 
and you get it like how does it feel afterwards like you feel like you're on a high like you don't work as hard anymore hmm. after you get something so I mean, perfect it's just, it's, it's just like how people are okay so perfect example because my one of my goals is on my channel big baby john sports podcast get 100k or 1k subscribers and get a plaque you know that's one of my goals and if i get it i'm probably gonna be like for a little bit oh, relax and then right. turn it up again so i get what i get what you're saying so it's i feel like we're gonna turn up you know because a lot of lebron teams do that sometimes cleveland would get the number two seed and then just oh it's all good we got it we're, we don't care about the regular four or five games we're good and then they make mistakes and then they turn it up they're gonna just have to you know keep taking these ligands getting get, keep getting punched in the mouth having people talk talk about them yep. and then they're gonna feed off all that negative energy yep. and once you know the playoff starts they're gonna remember everything that everybody was saying everything that everybody was tweeting on social media you know basically you know writing them off and not really you know you know thinking that they can actually pull this off mm-hmm. and that's what's going to have to fuel this team all the negativity that's surrounding um you know the end of this regular this irregular season um that we call um the restart mm-hmm. um they're going to really have to feed off of that negative energy put up those shots before and after games and let's just get this done man because that's one one thing that you you know prod yourself on throughout the year is to get the number one seed and win the title and then after the passing track of passing of Kobe Bryant, it, it was nothing short of the title because we got to win this game for him. Yeah, most definitely, man. Most definitely. You know, and I'm excited for the playoffs. But if LeBron play like he did against Indiana and take it to the basket, he has to, needs to do that. I know he's going to do that, but I just need him to be more like talking, like get off me. You know, I like, I like the aggression from him when he's like that. You know, but he'll turn up. I believe he'll turn up, but let me ask you this. Um, if AD doesn't perform in the playoffs, and if you're the Lakers, would you still give him a max contract? You have to. I mean, what what other option do they have? I mean, you have to. I mean, like, he, I mean, he earned a max contract regardless. Mm-hmm. You know, this season, like, without AD, we're not the number one seed. Yeah, true. Yeah, true that. Without AD, we don't make the playoffs. <clears throat> yeah. We saw that without him last year, we didn't make the playoffs. Like, we didn't have the record we were supposed to have last year. We, you know, LeBron couldn't do it by himself. You know, the, the younger guys wasn't, you know, there to help. We got rid of the younger guys, got 51 mm-hmm. wins, got the first seed. Mm-hmm. What else could you uh, ask for from AD? Especially if they win the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, if we win the title, man, and... I already know what the me is going to say when we win the title. Anthony Davis led LeBron James to the championship. I already know what they're going to say. No one's going to give LeBron credit. He's going to be... is an MVP candidate. Anthony Davis is not. Yeah, but I just know how media works. They're going to Should have just... been, though. Should have yeah. been. But he is a, a candidate for Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, just just might as well that they should just give the Sixth Man of the Year award to Lou Williams and just call it the Lou Williams Award. Six, you know? Because he wins it almost every year, man. And... How come Frank Vogel is not in the running for coach here? I mean, he did a great job this year. For like, you know. Dude, come on. When, he, when you got LeBron James, I mean, you know, he, when when has any LeBron James team head coach? Look it up. See if anybody from LeBron James' head coach won coach of the year. I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. But let's talk about the Eastern Conference real quick. Um, who who do you think is the biggest challenge for uh, the Milwaukee's in your opinion? Say that one more time. 
what is, who is the biggest challenge for Milwaukee to you out of Toronto, Miami, and uh, Indiana? Most definitely Toronto. I would say Toronto. Mm-hmm. Toronto has what it takes to, 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 to cause them problems. I'm not going to sit here and say they probably can beat them in seven-game series, but, mm-hmm. they, but they could cause some issues. Yeah. I said Toronto too, but Indiana is a team that people need to start talking about. They got T.J. Warren, Malcolm Brogdon, Victor Oladipo, Miles Turner, but they also had a Sabonis, but he's not there. But I'm not he, really like I'm really not really. I mean, I, I see what you're talking about. See yeah, what talking about with um, T.J. Warren, but I'm, yeah, I, I mean, I got to see a little bit more. I mean, yeah, this is <clears> fine and dandy, and and that he's mm-hmm. you know you know having these big scoring outputs. Now I'm gonna tell you this: mm-hmm. the bubble is a strange place. The bubble is a strange place because it can it can affect your game negatively or mm-hmm. effective in a positive way. <clears throat> For T.J. Warren, it has affected it very very positively. Now you got big superstars that are struggling in the bubble because they're used to these big large crowds feeding off of those crowds, and they don't mm-hmm. have that anymore. Yeah, guys like T.J. Warren, maybe he don't perform well with big bigger crowds, but when he doesn't have all the expectations on him, nobody's really looking at him. Maybe that right there may elevate your game. So the bubble is a strange, majestic place. Yeah, man, I agree with you, man. And uh, T.J. Warren is very talented, but I, he was doing this in Phoenix, like dropping thirty points on the low, and he wasn't it getting wasn't that like much. This. It wasn't like this. But it was a, a cool little thirty. But what, like you said, it wasn't like it would be thirty and just be. He had thirty points and twelve rebounds. Jimmy Butler so, did a fire around him. <laughs> that game's still. I want to watch that game, but they play tomorrow. Oh, they do. Oh, yep. Yep. I gotta watch that because you're gonna there's gonna be some furniture moving over in that game. Man, I cannot wait to see that game because I feel like they're gonna scrap. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be competitive battle. But what was your thought? Ben Simmons is probably gonna be out for the playoffs, and Joel Embiid got injured today. So oh, I feel like Philly's yeah, Philly. Yeah, Philly, Philly yep, yep, they're done, and I feel like it's time to pull the plug on Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons experiment. I think so too. You. But who would you want to trade if you're the Sixers GM? I probably would have to try to trade Ben Simmons and build around Embiid. Maybe go try to get Devin Booker. Maybe they need to try to see if they can get some draft picks. Uh, draft picks, maybe go try to go deep book or try to uh, do that uh, OKC route. <coughs> yep. When they got all those draft picks, I mean, they, I'm OKC is sitting on a lot of draft picks, and they they really shouldn't have had the season that they had. So not mm-hmm. only do they get rid of Paul George and Russell Westbrook. They get a uh, a lot of draft picks, mm-hmm. and then they're setting themselves up for the future. So I was looking at it kind of funny before, because how can you look? You look at Sam Presley. That's the general manager of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Mm-hmm. You had Serge Ibaka. Yeah. You had James Harden. Mm-hmm. You had Kevin Durant. You had Russell Westbrook. Kendrick Perkins. You had all these great players come through your program. Or your organization, and not won a title. Mm. How do you have all that talent in your building, and not win a title? I think it falls on the coach. I don't. I mean, that, that's crazy. Yeah, they had James Harden, Westbrook. You know. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they had they so many. They beat Miami. Mm-hmm. And they they should never panicked and traded hard, and they should just came back next year and regroup. They they traded hard, which was hard the dumbest thing they ever done. For Kevin Martin. <laughs> Kevin Martin. <laughs> you know. Kevin I'm, Martin. Yeah, with that weird little Alonzo Ball type of. Oh. 
he ain't never done anything in his career. Yeah, but what was your thoughts about Paul George and Damian Lillard and Patrick Beverly going at it? Well, look who had the last laugh. I mean, Patrick Beverly wasn't even playing, but the Clippers still beat them. Yeah, but... The yeah. Them, uh, they barely beat them, though. It was like 122 to 117. Yeah, and I feel like uh, the Clippers were trying to let Portland win. Because they, they appear, I saw something in the report that but the they reason that. Winning, though. Yeah, the reason. They wanted Portland to win. Portland lost. And I feel like everybody in the Clippers organization did that so the Lakers and Portland can play. And the, uh, Damian Leonard dropped 51 points and 7 assists tonight. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm, I'm glad that. Uh, you know that the Clippers won that game, but I, I hate that because they're inching closer to getting that that uh that spot. Yeah, I wish somehow they can fight for that seventh spot. And we played Dallas. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, what do you think about Gary Trent? Gary Trent, no, uh, he's talented. I mean, he he's he's emerging as the um the second superstar because CJ McCollum is um you know wishy washy. I mean, he did pretty good. Do you think he's inconsistent? He's very inconsistent. Yeah, he's been inconsistent. I think. That they're gonna end up having to let one of them go, especially if um, you get Gary Trent emerging as, as a star. He's getting a lot of minutes. He got mm-hmm. 34 minutes um, that that Clipper game, and in, in your starters, you got Damian and CJ. They had 38 and 39. So you have Gary Trent coming in having 34 minutes. I mean, he's just playing this stuff right into the rotation. Yeah, Gary Trent's talented, and Carmelo has been playing out of his mind. They got two big men at Whiteside and uh, Nurkic. Uh, Nurkic. But I just feel like when the brights are light in the playoffs, LeBron has that different mindset. <clears throat> you know, so it's going to be crazy what this Laker team does. It's going to be crazy what anybody does. Whoever, Like I said, whoever wins this championship in their history of the championships will be the best ever. If, like Whoever wins it from the Lakers to Milwaukee to the Clippers, you know, to the Rockets, you know. So whoever wins out of the East... That's going to be, for them, one of the best championships. Even for the Lakers, it will be the best championship in their history for the franchise. I don't see the championship coming out of the East. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't, see, it, I don't see it coming out the East this year. Nope. But if uh, but that's the thing, though. Uh, Montrezl Harold's still not back in the bubble. The Lou Williams situation. And I feel like Montrezl Harold from the Clippers, I feel like he's not going to come back. He was a uh, candidate for six men of the year too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. I saw the little stats, and I saw Kendrick Nunn on the rookie. Of the, I saw Kendrick Nunn. I saw John Morant and somebody uh, Zion. else. Zion, but he doesn't. He missed too many games. But I think he's a candidate, though. Yeah, he's a candidate, but I feel like they're gonna give it to Giannis. But if, not Giannis. Uh, you're talking about the rookie of the year. No, I'm talking about the MVP because there's MVP. Oh, the MVP. Yeah, the yeah. MVP. Uh, they. Well, LeBron was in there too. Yeah, but. We'll see, man. I'm ex- Cause if LeBron wins the MVP, wins the championship, and gets Finals MVP, man, people need to put him in the greatest taker of all time. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, sir. I'm That's just kidding. I'm just. I'm. I'm just pull, I'm pulling a <laughs> Skip Bayless. Man, man, you need to stop listening to Skip Bayless, man. Yeah, I would have to, uh, as Stephen A. Smith st- say, stay off the weed. Stay off the weed. <laughs> yeah. But, but man, what's your final thoughts, man? Final thoughts, man. Um, the bubble's been crazy. The bubble's been crazy. Um, great, great game. Great thing talking about sports again. Mm-hmm. Um, we got unfinished business. We got work to do. You know, hopefully we um, in for a good treat. Playoff starts in two weeks, August the 17th. Man, I can't wait for that. You know, yep. um, it's kind of strange for us to be talking about basketball in August. 
I am with it. But hey, you know, we have it. It's here. It's let's do it. Yep, let's do it, man. My final thoughts, man. Uh, Sacramento Kings, get rid of Luke Walton. He's not going to coach 14 straight years with no playoffs. Y'all need to get rid of Luke and fire Vladi Divac and get a better general manager. Vladi Divac not going nowhere. He's Sacramento Kings, bro. Yeah, but I just saw the stat that last time they made the playoffs was 2004-2005. So. They could have made it, though. Like, yeah, but, but but Luke Walton, man, you know how he, you know how he was with the Lakers. So I think he was a good assistant coach. He's a Not, former. He's a former Laker. Vladdy Divac was a former Laker. You remember he used to play for the Lakers. That's how we yeah. got Kobe. You remember that? That was that was a part of that trade. Yep. Thank you, Vladdy, for being part of that, man. Yeah. I bet you that I bet you a lot of people go up to him. Oh, you're the one who got traded for Kobe. So it's yeah. like, like he was, he was the uh, the Lakers. I think I believe he was their starting center at the time. Yeah. But how do you like? Shout out to Jerry West, man, for making yeah. that move because. How do you look at your roster and trade away your starting center yeah. for an unproven rookie at 17 years old? He saw something during that workout. Jerry West saw something. Do you remember what he said? Because so that's, that's the same year they traded for Shaq, too. Yeah. So they got Shaq, and he said, hey, I got this kid. I'm about to draft. I'm about to trade the draft. And I feel like y'all going to – I mean, I, I know y'all – I'm going to win you about three titles. That's yeah. what we told him. Yeah, so, man. Just like that. Yeah, man, that makes that was one of the shout out to Jerry West, man, the great, the great, the, the greatest trade for the Lakers of all time, man, it was right there that started the uh, the dynasty, dynasty, man. But Laker now, that's a great show, man. Thanks for everybody for tuning in on YouTube and Facebook, man. We out here, go Lakers. Go Lakers. Love the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time.